Imagine this, you're on your way. You're about to make some serious progress in something which really matters deeply to you when suddenly, there it is, a little inner voice telling you all the ways you're going to fail. Hi, it's Jilly and today I'm going to share with you seven tips for dealing with your inner voice, your inner critter. We all know sometimes life can be hard and the last thing you need is your inner critter taking the wheel, getting on your case about every last little thing you're trying to do. Here's a question for you. Why are you listening to someone who doesn't have your best interests at heart? It's time for you to challenge your inner critter If you're sat there going, Jilly, what are you talking about, inner critter? What on earth is this? Okay, let me just briefly explain. Your inner critter is your inner dialogue and we all have one. Every person alive has an inner dialogue and it is based on ourselves. It is you, your inner dialogue is you and fundamentally it's trying to keep you safe, which is great and fantastic. Sometimes it keeps you from reaching your full potential if you listen to the negative self-talk the inner critter gives you. Very often, what the inner dialogue, the inner critter is doing is providing you with excuses. So I'm going to share with you five excuses. See if you can relate to any. You might relate to one, two, all or none. Take it as it resonates for you. Very often, the inner critter will come up in your mind when you are feeling any of these. I am afraid. What if I fail? Or what if I succeed? I don't have the money. Why am I doing this? I don't like change. I want to stay safe. Can't be bothered with all the hassle change brings. These are all excuses and your inner critter will do everything to keep you safe. However, for you to reach your full potential and inner peace, fulfillment, ultimate happiness, you owe it to yourself to understand when your inner critter is trying to keep you safe, because sometimes it is, or when it's trying to derail you from progressing out of your comfort zone. And I'm going to share with you today seven tips for dealing with your inner critter to get you started. Are you ready? When you don't know how to deal with your inner critter, you can feel ashamed, worthless or low on self-esteem. It may seem like your internal dialogue is trying to undermine your every accomplishment. Or as an example, let's say it shows up as you enter a room of people you've never met before. And in this instance, your inner critter could lead to self-doubt or a lack of confidence, if you allow it. When you let your inner critter control too many of your actions, it can hold you back from things like growth, connection and full potential. And we don't want any of that, do we? Even though the way we think influences how we behave, of course it does. Sometimes the thoughts we have are not true. It's a simple fact. So if we go back to our example of walking into a room full of strangers, if you feel insecure and no one wants to talk to you, what energy are you going to be emanating? What are you giving off? Are you looking confident and approachable for someone to talk to you? We can control our thoughts and it's better to do that than to let them control you. So seven tips for dealing with your inner critter. First one, acknowledge and understand. When negative thoughts come up, acknowledge them and try to understand. Dig a little bit deeper. Try to understand the source of where your thoughts come from. 
how old do I feel right now? That sounds like a bonkers question, doesn't it? It's really not. It's really an important one because sometimes you might feel like a child. When a certain situation comes up and your inner critter is chattering away in your head, you might have transported back to when you were eight and something occurred then and it makes you behave the way that you behaved when you were eight. It could be in your teenage years, your early adulthood. It could even be a trigger from two months ago. So it's really important. How old do I feel right now? And if it does transport you back, there's a something maybe to look into there and to unpack and deal with, face it head on and overcome it. Why do I feel this way? Great to understand that. Rather than push feelings aside, really have a think. Why am I feeling this way? What are some patterns I recognize? You may find you are repeating certain patterns time and time again. And there again is a something to be looked into. Why are you repeating the same pattern? What fear is around you? What fear is around the situation? Are you scared of getting hurt? Are you scared of being laughed at? Are you scared of being rejected? Are you scared of being judged? Are you scared of being criticised? You get the idea. Where do these thoughts come from? Because, yeah, we're going about our business. We've got this great idea. We're going to do something amazing. And our little inner critter is whispering in our ear. Where does it even come from? Have a think about that. And how do these thoughts affect your behaviour? Does it hold you back? Does it prevent you from taking the action that you really want to take? Deep in your heart, you want to do something different, but your inner critter is keeping you stuck. Number two, tip two, what advice would you give a friend? You are your harshest critic and your inner critter rubs its hands with glee when it can get you to go along with being derailed. Now, if a friend came to you in the same situation that you were going through, that your inner critter is trying its best to talk you out of, derail, etc., what advice would you give to your friend? Many times we're harder on ourselves than we are other people. It's easy to be hard on ourselves, right? So I would like you from right now to be your very best friend. Talk to yourself as you would your best friend and become your number one cheerleader. And yes, if there's any negative inner critter talk, give it the time it deserves to think about where it comes from and then talk to yourself as your new best friend and give yourself that brilliant advice that you give to others. Tip number three, separate facts from feelings. If we go back to our situation that we our example of walking into a room full of strangers, your brain may be hardwired to think that no one wants to talk to you or you've got nothing interesting to say. But is that actually a fact? Do you know it to be 100% true? No. Unless you went round and asked every single person in that room if that was true, you have no way of knowing that that's a fact. And chances are it's not a fact. So what is another more positive way you could look at the situation if we were talking about going into a room full of strangers maybe when your inner critter is whispering in your ear no one wants to talk to you you could switch it on its head and say i i don't need to talk to everybody in the room i'm going to find one or two people to have a chat with take some of the fear out of it and approach it from a positive mindset. Tip number four, practice self-acceptance and self-compassion. Replace negative or critical thoughts with accepting and compassionate ones. Yes, please do. Have a selection of empowering, compassionate beliefs that you can tell yourself instead of succumbing to the negative ones. And if you need to, to get into the groove of doing this, write them down. Have a little book where you write all your compassionate, accepting statements about yourself so that when the negative pops into your head, you can quickly remove 
remind yourself of the self-accepting compassionate thoughts. Tip number five, write down positive thoughts. Slightly different from the one above, but when your inner critter comes out, what is it saying and how can you challenge it? So let's say, for instance, your inner critter says you never turn up on time. You're always late. Are you? Are you always late? Do you never turn up on time? Chances are it's a lie. So you could say sometimes I don't quite make it on time. Turn it into a positive. I try my best to make it on time. Write down times in your life that people have said positive things about you and focus on your strengths and what you're good at. Yes, please, please, please do that. Focus on your strengths and what you're good at because you are brilliant. You are wonderful and you have a lot of amazing qualities and talents that you can share with yourself and the world. Believe in it. Definitely don't let your inner critter talk you out of sharing your brilliance. Tip number six. Distract yourself when you start replaying mistakes in your head. Oh, this is a big one, isn't it? <laughs> Have you ever made a mistake? Hands up. Oh, my hands up. Let's all put our hands up. Put both hands up. We all do this. I guarantee it. At some point or other, we all do it. The trick here is learning how not to do it and catch yourself in the moment and flip the switch. So have you ever made a mistake or you've, you've replayed a scenario or a conversation in your head and you've replayed it over and over and over and over again? And then just to be sure that it's really massive now, you've played it over and over and over again a few more times. The situation is now exaggerated, it's getting out of control, and you are beating yourself up unnecessarily because, guess what? One, it doesn't resolve the issue. If you think you made a fool of yourself, just chat to whoever you think you made a fool of yourself in front of and clear it up, get it sorted. Chances are the other person didn't even notice or the people you were with didn't notice. Don't beat yourself up unnecessarily. If you do find yourself ruminating instead of actively problem solving, distract yourself from these thoughts. Put on a feel-good tune and start singing. You can't think and sing at the same time, can you? That's my best advice. Sing a good song. Stop yourself from replaying the situation. Now, here's a caveat to that. If you keep replaying a situation, a conversation, a scenario, whatever it may be, why? Ask yourself why. Why is it important? Why? Why does it matter to you? And if it really does matter to you, deal with it, confront it, face into it. If it doesn't matter, let it go. But really get to understand why it's making you think about it. What is it about said person, said situation, said scenario that is sticking with you and it's not giving you the freedom, peace of mind? Really look into it. And then tip number seven. This is such a simple one, but so effective. Remind yourself that everyone has an inner critter. Absolutely everyone. And having an inner critter is a human function. It comes from the parts of your brain that evolved to protect you. And if you find yourself in a loop of critical thoughts, remind yourself that every human experiences self-doubt at one point or another. And that's what it is. This inner critter is just you trying to keep you safe. You can listen to them, thank them for their input, and then quietly just say, I'm going to give it a go anyway. Your inner critter does not have to control your life. And taking these seven steps that I've shared with you today to silence them and nurture a more empowering inner dialogue can help you grow and expand on your potential. How exciting is that? And you have the power. 
to change your thought process, to not succumb to the negative, to practice positivity and practice expansive thoughts, growth mindset, all of this good stuff. Use the tips that I've shared with you to silence your inner critter and to reach your full potential. You've got this. Get your mind quiet, get it positive and decide what you want to chase. Go get it. You can do it. I believe in you. Have a great week. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Transform Your Life the Flamingo Way with Gillian Hughes from Chatting Flamingo. If you would like to get a copy of the Flamingo Way Guide, go to chattyflamingo.com forward slash the Flamingo Way Guide and let's transform your life the Flamingo Way. See you next time.